Welcome to Let's Swipe Online Dating Stories. Um, hey everybody, welcome back to the show. Um, I'm Amanda and I am joined by my two lovely co-hosts, uh, Erica and Amy. Hi guys. Hi guys. Um, how's it going? The last time I was on, I was kind of in the whole, okay, I'm turning every, well, I didn't turn anything off. It was more of a matter of, I just don't have time to respond to messages. I don't have time to go look, uh, so on and so forth. So I basically stopped contact with everyone. And yes, I am bad. I failed. I did not do the whole, this isn't going to work out. Best of luck, blah, blah, blah. I totally ghosted. I'm guilty i'm horrible you can all chastise me as as you see fit you're not absolutely I'm not <laughs> this is part yeah. of like what dating is online is um bye <laughs> but not really because i'm not i'm not even gonna say bye to you i just i gotta go peace <laughs> yeah and and i mean i don't chastise you so much for ghosting it's like ghosting i get even though i don't totally love it I chastise you for continuing to talk to people that you don't want to be talking to. There's a difference. Okay. All right. <laughs> I, I I will make it a point to to uh, be more positive about that. <laughs> so uh, something the the other thing that happened uh, the last time there there was one guy that I referred to as Kentucky and I sort of. I would hear from him and then I wouldn't hear from him and then he'd disappear. And like every time I didn't hear from him for about two weeks or so, I'd think, okay, that's it. He ghosted at me, which was kind of like, okay, well, obviously this is not going anywhere. And then I didn't talk to him for about three weeks. And so mid last week I got a text message from him and he kind of was like hey how's it going haven't heard from you um hope all is well you know it was just a nice he he very briefly caught me up on what he'd been doing and and said hope that I was well and didn't have COVID and was dealing and all that kind of stuff it was brief but it was it was very nice and so I went back and forth on, okay, do I want to, after I've already decided not to, to, you know, to stop talking to this guy, and here he pops up again. He's like, <laughs> okay, he, he's not going away, so, <laughs> all right, then. So, I, I waited about 48 hours, and then I was kind of bored, and I just wrapped up a really huge project at work, so I have more time and mental capabilities again, so I just sent him a quick text message back. Well, we've been texting almost daily for about a week now, so this bodes well, and he uh, he is listening to the podcast. Woohoo! So I have to be very careful about about talking about him moving forward. Listen, you guys cannot keep telling these people about the podcast if that means you're going to stop spilling about what is going on. I, you know, I have struggled with that with uh, Jay, who will be known henceforth as Sir Panda. And I decided that 
you know, barring like personal identifying things or things that might be a little bit too like uh, ticklish, too ticklish to tell, as my father would say, like at the moment, um, I'm going to proceed because I feel like we owe it to our fair listeners. Hello, fair listeners. And also like, you know what? Consequences be damned. Like this is, as long as we're not being jerks about it, we should be able to talk about it. So that's my you know. When I talked to him, when he told me he was listening, I I think he listened to the he's he is well behind on the podcast, so I know we're we're a little bit behind when we record and when we post. So I couldn't remember what I said about him, and I even told him I'm like I think I mentioned you in one of the podcasts, but I don't remember what I said. And then I'm like, oh, shit, I hope it's not the one where I told him I where I said I got mad and like wasn't going to talk to him anymore. And well, it is going to find out. (laughs) I mean, and it's fine if he finds out because he is kind of, you know, I mean, he he does go a long time in between reaching out to you. And so, you know, he can he can hear that. He's a he's a big boy. Yes, he's a grown yeah. man. Yeah. But to to be fair to him, I know that he is incredibly busy because he has he has like he has the real job and then he's got the side gig job too. So I think he pretty much goes from sun up until sundown assuming that the weather cooperates. Cuz I think he's doing outdoorsy stuff right now. He just changed oh. From what I can gather, he just changed careers, and I'm totally going to grill him on this when I get a chance. But uh, he he was grilling me about um, my infatuation with Lego products and the use therein of Lego versus Legos. <laughs> 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 and we're not going down this path again. <laughs> No, no, but I think all of our listeners know the way to your heart is <laughs> by treating Lego and Lego bricks. I work properly. in marketing. Branding is important. Bra- branding <laughs> is part of your identity as a as a uh, enthusiast, uh, business uh, as a brand. How, how how people perceive you as a brand is a very important to your the to the identity of your company. Boy, that sounded like a bunch of backwards corporate double speak bullshit, didn't it? No, yeah. I think we should forward this to the executives over at Lego slash Legos. I want to know why Lego isn't sponsoring us. With the amount of time that we spend talking about Lego. Uh, yeah. Hey, Lego, you owe us money. Y'all. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll work on that and see what I can do. <laughs> okay. So you're, you're back to talking to Kentucky and you're talking about Lego and stuff, but so how's it going? I mean, are you feeling good about this? Um, I feel like we're, we're still at the point where we're sort of tiptoeing around each other. Like we haven't, We've had some conversation, but we haven't delved in, into anything very serious or or uh, controversial or 
since I deleted his profile, I can't go back and look to see what we do and do not agree on anymore, which is kind of kind of cool in a way because it is you know, I don't I'm not going to have as many preconceived notions like this is going to be old school getting to know someone without any kind of prompts. Yeah. So I'm I'm kind of looking at it as a well, well, we'll do this the old school way and see how it goes. And since there is the distance thing and then there's the COVID thing, it's like, well, there's not really any sort of time frame here. So if things go slow, that's fine. If things speed up, that's fine, too. Um, I'm just kind of going with it right now because that seems like that's about all we can do. So. Okay. Cool. Has there been any, like, discussion of COVID or otherwise, like, crossing state lines to hang out or see each other in real life? We haven't talked nearly enough to to go into that. I My, my mom needs a deck repaired, and I know since he does handyman stuff, I was joking around with him, and I said, hey, do you do you do decks by chance? <laughs> like I can bribe you with a weekend at the at the lake and like all the beer you want. And then I showed him a picture of said deck and he's like, yeah, that might be above my skill set. So, <laughs> but that you know, it, it's like we have these little conversations, but they just they sort of. I, I made a joke about I need to think of a better bribe to get him to come over and redo my deck. And then, yeah, you know, I'm like, I don't think beer does it anymore, you know. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm like, I, I, I had a whole bunch of like really great things in my head that I was going to say, like, you know, like come hither um, kind of pickup line type stuff. And I couldn't I couldn't make myself say any of them. Let's dive into that. You got your drink? All right, drink up. Yeah, I just had a drink delivered. <laughs> I was going to be like, hi, Mom. Like, it looked like a total delivery. <laughs> hi, guys. Hi. Special guest appearance from my mom. Rock on. <laughs> Woo, Mom. <laughs> now I forgot what we were talking about. Uh, so I was gonna, I was gonna kind of needle you a little bit about what you just said about how like you wanted to maybe kind of be a little bit more come hither in your text to him, but you and I sort of chickened out. I I don't know why I chickened out, and then I'm tr- I've been thinking about that too. Like, is it because I'm still kind of feeling this guy out? Like I don't know whether it's going to be romantic or if it's just gonna be a friends thing. So he's, he did send a text message, and I'll, I'll read. I showed this to one of my guy friends, and I was joking about whether or not it was flirty or not. And my guy friend was laughing. He's like, yeah, that's flirty. Let's hear what it is and if we think it's flirty, because I think it's always interesting, like, how perception can be so different based on genders we, we live through life as. Also, I wonder if we're vaguely biased because, like, or maybe anti-biased just because we know, like, the dudes are like, yeah, for sure. And as as us, we're like, 
Oh, yeah, that's also... I read it. I read the text message out loud. I didn't take a photo of it. Ah, that's going to be interesting because there's a natural bias in your voice. Well, what was it? What did it say? So I was talking about work and how I was nearing the end of my contract, but I didn't know when my last day was. Basically, he said something about how the company would be stupid to get rid of me because I'm so cute or something like that. It was something about cute and cute or adorable or something like that. Okay. Without the actual context, I can't really get the girlfriend input. Yeah. Well, I mean, pretty close. Super flirty, but clearly, I mean, you wouldn't say that to just a platonic friend. So Mm -hmm. I agree. Well, that's good. Oh, and and uh, for the record, I was whenever I was talking to him, I did I sent him a photo of us at a certain event we went to a couple of years ago where we all had on big hats. Oh yeah, when we went to ah mm-hmm. Derby Day. Yes, because he's from Kentucky. I sent him a picture the picture of us when we all had our big Kentucky Derby hats on, mm-hmm. and just for reference, so he has a visual to put. The face with the the voice. Nice. When I sent him the photo of of the four of us, I said the Amys are in the middle. And then I kind of laughed and I said, uh, sorry, the other Amy is taken. And he he went, LOL, I have a one one Amy limit union rules. Aw, that's cute. This dude's kind of okay, I guess. Yeah. (laughs) That's cute. He was talking about his Friday night and that he uh, he he was crazy, you know, cra- going crazy on a Friday night because he was washing all of his face masks. Madman, you. Woo. He does laundry. That's. He wears face masks. That's yes. pretty great. That's good. <laughs> and he washes them, which is easier. Yes. <laughs> he does laundry. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm glad to hear it sounds like things are going pretty good. And it yeah. sounds like you're just sort of keeping it casual. So you have this, somebody to talk to. And if it develops, it develops. And if COVID ends, right, maybe you'll see each other. Do you have any future, like, is this like come as you are sort of like text messaging? Like if he texts, great. If he doesn't, whatever. Or like, do you yeah. guys have like pretty much how it is um things seem to have picked up a little bit maybe because he heard me say something in the podcast (laughs) and he he, uh, got the hint that I want to hear from him more often or maybe he got a little bit of maybe him hearing me be excited like what is that reciprocal life reciprocal like yeah. Or someone, you find out someone likes you and suddenly you're more interested in them kind of a thing. Sure. Like if, if I, if I could have flirted back a little bit more with him, um, yes. you know, maybe that'll pick things up a little bit. So. Yeah. I think you sh- working on you that. Try to just have that be like a goal. The next, you know, one of the next three times that you talk to him, you're going to be flirty. Although maybe the opposite is true. Like, maybe you're like, whatever, man, I guess. If 
You well, know? yeah, that's true too. We can. I'll try it both ways and see if one one works better than the other. <laughs> okay, good. Report back. All right. You needed to know. This is important to yes. to womankind. Research. Yes. Research. Oh, sorry. I was just gonna say, on a kind of related but unrelated note. I am doing Duolingo like 10 minutes a day, which is not a very big thing, but I have progressed far enough in my Duolingo now that there's a special section called Flirting in German. Oh, hey. So I'm going to do the Flirting in German section. Maybe if I learn how to flirt in German, it'll help me learn how to flirt in English. (laughs) I like it. Or you could flirt in German and just sound really aggressive. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> you hast kind ass. Amanda, I like your style. You have no ass. That's the only thing I know how to say right now. I like it. Either that or we build an international audience. Yes. Because <laughs> all the German boys are like, oh, tell me more, Fraulein. So, Erica, what is new with you? We haven't heard from you yet. What's going on in your life? My life, as we call it. Dating life. Oh, my dating life. Did I talk about T, a.k.a. Old Man Freeman, and releasing him back into the wild, so to speak? Yes. And just a refresh for everybody, T slash Old Man Freeman. Old Man Freeman, yes. He was the guy that you used to go to the grocery store with, mm-hmm. and you he went on that trip without you. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and by any way, if there's anybody in our fair city slash St. Louis, since we're saying it these days, uh, young ladies. Western city. <laughs> <laughs> and I told you, like, and yes, I. by the way, I did get that from years and years of car talk on NPR when they were talking about Cambridge. Our fair city. What did that was a terrible <laughs> Boston accent. My apologies. It was perfect. <laughs> Thank you. Um, anyway, uh, if there's any available young ladies who like a very nice, handsome young man who will show you a very nice time, um, even though he gets confused about who he should take out of town, <laughs> hit us up. I will vouch for him 100%. He's super sweet. He just doesn't know where he needs to be sometimes we'll put it that way but 100% super sweet very nice we'll vouch for him send me your deets okay (laughs) um otherwise so yeah so uh jay aka sir panda which again I, i referenced earlier as the story we'll tell later on and i are okay He's had, and I don't want to turn this into some sort of like relationship bullshit because this is about online dating and COVID and blah, 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 blah. I um, think it's fair because that's part of online dating is how, yeah, how the relationship goes. Yeah, it's, we went at it hard, really fast and very furious. And I expected some bloom off the rose, so to speak. Which is fine. He's run into a few snags in his personal life, and it's kind of taken us back a little bit, and which I respect, and I will follow his lead. But at the same time, it's a little frustrating because I'm like, like, dude, I'm totally here for you. I get that things are frustrating right now, and I get that you are going to react to them in the way that 
you want to react to them, but don't totally like shut me out. And I won't say I'm a hundred percent shut out, but I have to say I'm like 80% shut out. And it's a little frustration like in that, but it's still evolving. So that's all I'm going to say, but so I know you can't go into too much detail, but the the stuff that he's got going on is that like family stuff, and so he's got to kind of feels like maybe he has uh, to deal with it on his own. No, it, it's a financial thing, but it's oh. not like you know nobody's going like without a home or without food or anything else. It's just an unexpected financial expense. Okay. So. Yes, but and I've offered to help to the best of my you know ability. Which may have been, I don't think overstepping, but I think was just like, no, like that's, mm, no. But, um, which I, I get, if somebody offered me, they're like, oh, let me take you out of this. I'd be like, no, 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 no. Like, I got this, I got this. But at the same time, I'd be like, let me give you some updates. Let me still say hello, good morning, good evening. Everything yeah, I mean, it's not ideal, like, but we're 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 hanging in there. So yeah, because it seems like you could still be there for him emotionally, even if he can't yeah. take financial help, which I totally understand. Right, and likewise do I. And I feel like I can a little bit later on, but I think there was just some emotional distancing, which uh, I get, but it's still kind of like stunned a little bit because I'm like I would like to think that I could be somebody who's there for you and even if things are like tight or difficult or uncomfortable to discuss you know I could still be like bro like what's going on talk to me how was your day hey here's this random stupid bullshit joke that I found online that I I researched just to like tell you to cheer you up so but People deal with things in their way, and I need to learn to be like, this is how things are dealt. So, but it's gotten better. Like, if you'd asked me yesterday, I would have had a totally different answer for you. But it's it's on the upswing, so hopefully it continues that way. Okay, well, I hope so, too. And what about you, dear Amanda? What's the latest with you? Um... Not a whole lot, actually, because I I had a few irons in the fire, which is a phrase that, like, several podcasts ago I could not come up with, but that's the phrase, irons in the fire. <laughs> um, and, and I just sort of, I, I got, I guess, like, online fatigue, and it was frustrating to me because I was, I was matching with these guys that some were, you know, obviously not going to go anywhere. And that was clear after a couple of messages. Um, Like there was the one guy that he messaged me and it was like, he messaged me in the evening. And then the next day I logged on to reply to his message. It hadn't even been 24 hours. And then he messaged question mark, question mark, question mark. And I was like, all right, buddy. Like, no, (laughs) Chill out. Chill out. And I did keep talking to him because this one of my whole themes this podcast has been like resist the urge to get annoyed and, you know, not talk. Because online dating is hard for everybody. 
and everybody's making stupid mistakes and being annoying. And so I've been trying to push through. But then after a few more messages, it was like, mm, yeah, there's nothing here. But there have been a couple guys that I actually would have liked to have met up with. And I just sort of and, and we met on Tinder. So Tinder, I mean, I really do in non-COVID times, I think I will love Tinder um, because I am somebody that generally likes to meet sooner rather than later. Um, even though, you know, I had my experiment with, with bond where I didn't, and there were pros to that to be sure. But, um, you know, I'm not COVID is, I mean, our state is now like considered a hot spot for COVID. So like COVID is way worse now than it was when we started this podcast, you know what I mean? So, Mm -hmm. um, it's even harder for me to want to go out and just meet people I haven't met before and don't know. And on Tinder, it's harder to have those conversations where you really know where someone's been and what they're doing and having those those conversations like, well, who is in your circle? What is your risk? And because it's just sort of like flirt, 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 let's meet on Tinder. And um, and I just sort of realized I was almost like meeting guys for the basically for the purpose of it fizzling out because I wasn't going to meet them. You know what I mean? (laughs) So I kind of was like, I need to press pause. So I also have been under a lot of stress with some decisions that are coming down about my work and what's going to happen in the next couple of months on that. And so I just felt really overwhelmed and just kind of couldn't do it. So I've taken a little bit of a step back. I didn't delete any of my, uh, any of my, whatchamacallit profiles, but I did disable them for now. And instead, I've just kind of been trying to, I don't know, just sort of live life. So I actually have gone out with a couple of friends, like doing outdoor things. And I saw Erica earlier today for the first time in person, (laughs) still six feet apart. And we had masks on, too. You know, so I'm doing those things a little bit more. And I think that I think that that's good for me because I think going from basically not seeing anybody except for my family to then trying to like go see a person that I didn't really know, like that was too, that's too much of a leap for me. And so I'm just sort of like, you know, dipping my toe back into the being social and seeing people who I'm not related to, but still trying to practice all the same social distancing. I mean, I'm not, I, I, I was going somewhere actually with a, a friend of mine and I was running it past another friend that I was going to be seeing just to be like, hey, are you cool if I go over to this person's house? And she was like, well, do you, I was like, do you, I said, do you think that's okay? Like how close, like if the weather is bad and we have to go inside, like, is that something that you would do? And it was funny because she just goes, well, do you want to sleep with this person? Because if you want to sleep with this person, then yeah. But if not, I wouldn't risk it. And I was like, okay, that's a pretty good rule of thumb. <laughs> And I'm still not, I'm still not ready to be in the same room as people for like more than five or 10 minutes, I don't think. But I am trying to navigate like where my comfort level needs to be for it to be healthy and safe, which I think I've been trying to do this whole freaking time. But I'm just now trying to do it with people that I already know rather than with strangers. So I'm taking a little bit of a break. And no, 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 I, I feel like we're just all taking it in. And are you comfortable with the, the friends that you have? Like, yours truly excluded. But, like, 
other folks that you've had opportunity to hang out with in an outdoorsy environment for more than five or six minutes, you know? Uh, yes. So good, quite really good question. So I've hung out. There's only been four people. There's been you, our friend Amy, who we've referenced on the show. Um, and then two other of, of one other of our mutual friend and then one other friend of mine that you guys don't know that well. Um, well, Erica, you kind of do. And, um, and so they're the only people that I've hung out with. I felt like, so, um, with our one friend, which I forget, I feel like we gave him a nickname, but I don't know what it was. I'll call him Mr. Garden. Mr. Garden. All right. Mr. Garden. It is. Okay. So one of our friends, our mutual friends who I was hanging out with is, is we're going to call him Mr. Garden because he likes gardening. And we went and like picked up dinner and then we went to a park and, and ate outside. And so that was like huge for me because I was like, eating with someone which I feel like that's that's a whole other level of like COVID you know concerns um and then we've done a couple things like that where but always outside and and you know so that's been good and I'm doing baby steps but I still do have anxiety over it like Mm -hmm. so um I'm getting there but and I'm really like getting really super sick like I would really love to be dating it has started to like get to me. I mean, I think I have a longer threshold than Erica does, but like, but, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's starting to get to me, you know? And it's like, and so I was just seeing these guys that were like, I was like, well, you're kind of a great guy and you're funny, but I'm not, I know that I'm not ready to meet you in person. And so I just decided I don't want to kind of lose momentum, I guess, for lack of a better word with any of these guys I just decided a break would be better. And then I actually started doing like a little bit more reading about like online dating and like tips and things like that. And so that hopefully I can use those in the future um, when I get back out there. That might actually be a good transition (laughs) to uh, what we're going to talk about next. But first, I think we're going to pause for a quick sponsor break. We'll be right back. Um, Hey guys, welcome back to the episode. Before our break, we mentioned that we were going to talk about some articles we read. And I think the first one we're going to dive into was from good old eHarmony, which is a dating site that none of us are on. Have any of you guys ever been on eHarmony? No. So I was briefly after, because I had a couple friends who, who met on eHarmony and got married. Oh. And yeah, and so I went on there and it was fine, but it's like you had to pay and I was like in grad school and I didn't have any money. And um it just seemed really like there were a lot of hoops you had to go through before you could even talk to somebody, which I think some people really like, but I did not. But anyway, eHarmony has a dating advice, I guess, column. And so this was written by quote eHarmony staff because no one I think would own up to this article. <laughs> <laughs> it's also called, worth mentioning that this is ar- this article is from 2016, so it it is it yeah. is. I still not sure that that makes up for no the antiquated gender role stereotypes that are in this, 
But um, so it's called Nine Major Mistakes Women Make in Relationship. And, and before we start, I'm sure there's a nine major mistakes men make in relationships that we have not looked up. And I'm sure it's just as. Oh, my God, I'm going to look it, it up right now. <laughs> it's just as dated, shall we say, like in its ideas. There may not be. There may be like, oh, keep on doing what you're doing, boys. You're all right. I don't know. <laughs> But okay, they do. They have, they have dating mistakes men make. I was going to be so mad if they didn't have a male version. <laughs> well, oh, they only have a few. What? Oh, my so, God. Okay, okay wait, so for the women's night, how many is it for the dudes? One, two, three, four. Oh, okay. okay. We are going to talk about the women one, and then I am going to reveal to you guys what is in the ma- the man one. Ooh. Okay. Right. So don't look it up. Okay. Okay. No, we won't. We won't. Okay. So, Erica, what was something that stood out to you about about these mistakes that women make? Okay. For our dear readers, our, our dear readers, the booze is definitely kicking in. Our dear listeners who will may not or cannot or just don't want to look up this particular article. I'll link in the show notes. Oh, okay. Well, then don't be lazy, you assholes. Like, look it up. (laughs) (laughs) I love you. You're my favorite assholes. Anyway, uh, so just for the record, there's nine major mistakes that women make in relationships. And I'm just going to read the headers just so we all are on the same page. Okay, so number one. You don't know your own value. Number two, you over-rely on your masculine energy. Yes, ladies, your masculine energy. Number three, you simply don't get or understand men, which, I mean, right? So we don't get or understand, some of us don't get or understand men. Uh, Number four, you try to change him or don't accept him as he is. Number five, you don't really appreciate what men do for you. (laughs) Number six, you don't share your gifts. We'll get into, maybe. What if your gift is your masculinity? Uh, Well, then they don't don't share that one. Share that one. They they only got masculine. They don't need more masculinity. Like you need to share your your femininity, which whatever that that may be. Okay, number seven. You create drama instead of memories. Definitely, it's female only thing. Because yeah, women are the only ones who create drama. Right. Dudes will never create drama ever, 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 ever. Uh, number eight, you either didn't build trust or you broke it. Uh, maybe my <laughs> emphasis is on you, like, because reasons, but pr- no, it's because of this article. Number nine, you tried to tie him down too soon. Oh, you silly girls. Anyway, that's what we have to work with, ladies. So let's dive in. <laughs> my personal favorite is number six. You don't share your gifts. It goes on to explain... The essence of femininity is the innate desire to nurture or look after your man. Everything wraps up your femininity in looking after your man because we're living like it's 1958 or even nah, like 1948 even. <laughs> and to back up what she said, um, the article goes on to say, it's about reciprocation and putting one another first. 
if you're not doing that, you, not him, you, uh, you're more interested in taking than giving and healthy relationships aren't about taking. So stop taking ladies. Come on. Yeah. And it's like, I, and I mean, I know you guys don't know this yet, but I just looked at the mistakes men make and there's nothing on there about men taking too much. I don't think I skimmed it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We'll read a little bit more in depth and I'll I'll, I'll right quick while you get to skim our deeper skim and then we can go into it. Uh, My favorite, because the head, the, the heading speaks for itself. You don't really appreciate what men do for you. Yes. So this is five. Number five, number five, you guys and gals. Um, so the other extreme of women not knowing their value are the self-centered women who seemingly believe that they are owed something. And like, I'm going to break for this for a second because I know there may or may not be some ladies out there who's going to like uh, take everything they can grab, which again, is sometimes, you know what? Hell yeah. Take what you can grab. I mean, some dudes trying to be super sweet and nice and you're like, F you, like, I'm going to take you for what you're worth, then you suck, right? But, I mean, like, for the most of us normal people who are, like, have normal relationships, we're not going to do that. Like, that's the thing, because it's like, yes, there are there are definitely women, and I would also add that there are men who yes. fucking do this, too. Yes. But this head, the, the heading of this is nine major mistakes women make in relationships, as if this is, like, super common, I don't know any women who are just like going around trying to order the most expensive thing off the menu and then disappear because I got me a free meal. Like, what the fuck? For the record, I totally did that. But I was egged on by the person who was buying the meal. I totally ordered the most expensive thing on the menu, which was lobster risotto, because I love lobster and I love risotto. And he totally said, oh, do it. Try it. Tell me how it is. Okay. And See, then I so that doesn't count though. Because so, yeah. Said, yeah. I, I even joked about it and he he said, Yeah, but you were you were egged on, so but I just <laughs> had to throw that out there. You know, because there are exceptions to the rules. But well, but that's the point, right? Like you weren't this talks about like how you're basically being a gold digger if you do this. Right. And you're not you weren't doing that. The the masculinity thing really got me, I think just because I'm like, I, I find gender roles to be, like, I mean, even though I, I subscribe to gender roles a lot, I do find a lot of it to be bullshit, as I've said before. And it's, like, this is all about, like, you know, highly successful women. Basically, don't be – you might need to be successful for making money and your job, but that's going to get in your way dating because men are going to be put off and it's like here's my whole thing if if there's a guy who is put off by my being successful and knowing what I want then they're not the guy for me like this is just total bullshit it's like the problem only gets dramatically worse if if they're divorced or single parents because in order to be the sole provider or protector too their entire day is spent living in their masculine achiever energy while that may be effective in paying bills when you spend too much time there it's nearly impossible to transition out of that and re-embrace your feminine energy again what the fuck so being successful and assertive in your job and making money makes you less feminine 
that really pissed me off. Well, yeah, it's insult. And like, luckily, this is very like you know across the board. You can do it all by yourself. There's no role for the man to fill. <laughs> uh, Which is nice because it's insulting to both men and women. It is. It so, is. So yay, yeah. equality. Well, we all got insulted together. Yay. Yeah. Sexism hurts men. Also. Hmm. Sounds so bad. Reread item one, which is, we don't know our own value. We're supposed to know our own value, but be careful not to, like, express our own value, because then we're being <laughs> too masculine. That's, That's right. I'm part um, of this line, too, about number three. You simply don't get or understand men. Uh, second paragraph, women who are jaded, frustrated, or have hit, or have been burned too many times can kiss a good man and turn him into a frog. Because we're the ones turning men into frogs. Yes. Also, the next line, the fact is women are more complex and men are fairly simple creatures who are actually pre- pre-wired to want to serve you if you know how to inspire them. Seriously, who writes this shit? (laughs) (laughs) Good Lord. I don't know who the staff writer is who put this crap together. Well, to our poor, simple menfolk who are listening to us, we got your back. Uh, Apparently... We will help you out through this because you cannot help yourselves. Although we don't actually feel that way. Just keep in mind, this is one BS article in a sea of many, many articles. And actually a sea of two that we're going to like look at tomorrow, which are like way, way better. Yeah. The other ones are way better. I think one of my other big problems with this one is they're basically asking women and and like successful women or just women's personalities where they are more independent to just like not be themselves like don't be you yeah be what you think you should be right and And yeah get yourself a man yeah right and i i don't know i'm sorry i'm not into that but okay as promised what mistakes do men make okay getting too physical too fast a man might be eager to kiss on the first date while the woman isn't ready. A man might be all hands while the woman wishes he'd keep them to himself. Err on the side of caution. Back off and give her the security that comes with knowing you can show restraint. I mean, yeah, I appreciate the back off if like a if a woman is saying like, hey, I'm you know, or showing signs that they're not into it. Yeah, I like the back off advice, but men are not. Like men can't keep it in their pants, which is. Well, yeah. And it also like plays into the stereotype that women are like frigid. So I was listening to an episode. Oh, armchair expert. Cause you know, I love that show, <laughs> but I was listening to an uh, episode and Dan Savage was on there and he was talking about the study that had been conducted. And it was like on a college campus, they asked men. And, and so this was a pretty, you know, this was a heteronormative, um, survey I guess they asked men if you could sleep with somebody and have a one night stand or like I think no 
they were given um, like faces basically to like swipe through of, of, of men of men were given pictures of women and women were given pictures of men. Would you sleep with this person? And the men, it was like, yes, to a whole bunch of them. And the women, you know, didn't say yes. And so then the researchers put the caveat on for the women. If you knew that you would be completely safe, like meaning that there would be consent and you weren't going to be abused or beat up or assaulted or sexually assaulted. And if you knew there'd be no consequences like slut shaming, would you have sex with these guys? Just a bit? And, and then they, the when they did that, the, the rate of women saying yes was was like pretty much equal to that of men saying yes. Right. So it isn't that like women are less sexual than men. It's that, like, women have to deal with the realities of danger. So, anyway. Sorry. Side tangent. Maybe I'll edit that out. But no, anyway. no, no, don't. No, please. No, please. Keep it. Keep it. Keep it. I love it. I love okay. it. And it's true because if I was asked those questions, the original questions and the follow-up, like, hey, you know, he's cool. Everything's cool. You know. Right. Then I'd be like, fuck yeah. I mean, and maybe. Yeah. My personal nature, you know, but I'd be like, God, being that dude, <laughs> you know, right. like, so no, I love it. Keep it, please. Yeah. Keep it. So, all right. So, that's the getting too physical too fast, and then talking too much and listening too little, rudeness, and flirting with other women. Those are the four mistakes guys make. Nothing in that is really about guys needing to change the core of who they are to please right. the other okay. person. I feel like all of those can definitely be applied to either sex. 100%. Yeah. It does. But the fact that we didn't see those same things. We saw a bunch of other shit. Yeah. Change who you are and and please the man. And this is just be a decent fucking conversationalist. Right. Anyway. Got a little heated. This is a lot about eHarmony, by the way. So listeners... Keep that in mind. That was eHarmony. All of it. Yeah. I mean, and I think eHarmony tends to skew a little bit more conservative maybe, but I mean, although my two friends who are on there aren't conservative, but I guess I always thought that. Um, All right. So what's the other one we want to do? The the Business Insider one? Uh, Yes, please. This one is from Business Insider. It's called The 13 Biggest Mistakes You're Making on Dating Apps and How to Stop. It's by Lindsay Dodgson, I think is how you say it. And it's from April of 2018. Amy, did you have a chance to read this one? Yeah. The first one that jumped out, I mean, I feel like we've, looking through here, a lot of these we've already talked about. So number one, and this is this is generic for both sexes it doesn't lean towards either men or female just um number one is not writing a bio which absolutely 100 percent agree with that one yeah uh, number two just writing your height um agree with that one three is too many pictures i i'm kind of iffy on this one I know I've mentioned I have a creative background, so I have, like, a plethora of photos of myself doing really odd things, like, I'm trying to think of something, but nothing is coming to mind. So, I usually have no problem filling out the whole, here's me doing interesting things so that you have something to ask me questions about. 
So what they're the, what they're disputing here is that you should have four or five photos. That that's the optimum. It's saying that if people look through every photo and they find one that they don't like, they'll dismiss you because of that one. So in my case, I have a photo of me doing, uh, since I do ballet, I have a photo of me in my ballet, uh, my ballet outfit doing some funky leg thing, which is mostly a, hey boys, look at me, I'm flexible kind of nudge nudge thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I don't really think that that's something that I'm going to be dismissed for, but it's like, on the one hand, you want to have photos of yourself so that you can generate interest, get people to come look at your profile. And it's like, well, if it's too weird, the person's not going to be into you anyway, because they obviously don't like that. So yeah, I agree with that. But I think five pictures maybe kind of does that like you have a face shot you have a full body shot do you really need more than like three shots to show you're interesting because it is really easy on online dating to be like eh, like that's weird like you know we've talked about that before in the profile if they say a certain thing in the profile you're like oh no way even though like if you think about it in real life probably it wouldn't bother you and so i could definitely see if you got one like a bunch of pictures, it just becomes easier to like nitpick those pictures. Versus the guy who has, or I shouldn't say guy, versus the person, male or female, who or has. Or non-binary. Or, or, yeah, or we'll just say person who has five photos and they're all the same photo, one, and they're all making different faces, but it's the same photo that they took, like, five, you know, Within yeah. five minutes, they snap five photos, and it's like, okay, this is supposed to give us an idea of who you are when it's basically the same photo. And that kind of takes us into number four, which is your first picture isn't of your face. I'm, I can go either way on this one. I think it's helpful to have a, a photo of your face. But on the same token, when you start looking through these photos and you're swiping and, and looking at stuff, I'm probably going to pay more attention to something that is unusual, that isn't someone's face. Obviously, you should include a photo of your face, but if it's not the first one, that doesn't really bother me. But I guess other people. I don't mind if it's not your face as long as it's still of you. But I don't want it to be a group photo if it's the first picture. And I don't want it to be some weird-ass picture of your dog, which happens on Tinder a lot. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, it still needs to be you and just you. Like, even if it's not a headshot. I agree. Because, yeah, there's, like, 500 people. Even that literally. But there's so many people behind you. Especially the, like, the group photo or even just somebody beside yourself. I'm like... I don't fucking want to find out if, like, it's the dude on the left or the dude on the right. Like, yeah. there's so many people that. behind you. Skipping ahead. I don't care. I just don't care. Group photos. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah, I mean, I think this article spends a lot of time talking about pictures. Well, right, because first and only thing you're going to see. You have to express why you're interesting in photos because you don't have a lot of room to summarize yourself in words 
It's like the elevator pitch of like dating sites. You right. have about two seconds to be like why you should click. You should even bother to click on my profile to see anything else, much less talk to me. Again, I don't know you. You don't know me. There's a bunch of people who are very similar to you. They're not just like you, but they're so similar to you that, like, I'm going to either look at you and click yes or be like, and click no and move on. And not that I'm just so amazing or anybody I know is so amazing, but it's just, like, it's a numbers thing. Like, there's a bunch of people behind you. Stand out or don't. I don't care. It's stand out or die, right, on a dating site. So, you you know. The group photos piss me off more than anything because I'm just, well, no, the dog photos piss me off more I than anything. I mean, it's, it's, the first, second photo is cute, but the first photo I'm just like, oh, you must be either unattractive or you're so insecure. Either or way, the, don't care. For the, the fifth dog. picture, it's cute. Otherwise, you better be in the picture with your dog. Goddamn right. <laughs> <laughs> But, yeah, no, the group picture, because, yeah, exactly like what Erica said. I don't have to figure out which one you are. And then, like this article says, people put in those group photos to be like, look, I have friends. And it's like nobody thinks you don't have friends. But, um, yeah, I thought it was interesting most of this was about pictures. Well, yeah, and I would have to say one more thing about the group photo thing. It's just like when I see your buddies and your buddy is just like, if your friends are, like, shirtless with, like, a sports team, like <laughs> – on their chest. Yeah. And they're all like, or I'm just going to be like, you know what? Thank you. Because I know now that we're not going to be a match and good luck. Godspeed because I'm out of here, you know? So, I mean, it like, it's kind of like not great, but at the same time, it's just like, if these are your buddy, if these are the people I'm always going to be hanging around, if I'm hanging around you, it's good to know now. So, yeah, that's true. Well, like, number nine is too many pictures of people of the opposite sex. And I I think that this one is really true because yes, it I says... with this one, too. It says, like, the rationale people use is, well, they like me. Like, these people in the photo, these, you know, like me, so you should, too. But it backfires. And it's like, yeah, because I then... And, I mean, maybe I'm being a judgy bitch, but I look at the woman in the picture and... If, you know, if I think those are not the kind of women that, like, I'm friends with, then I'm going to be like, oh, he's not, you know, it's going to immediately be like, well, he's probably not going to like me because I'm not, you know what I mean? And then there's just also, I don't, you know, it's like, I'm totally cool with people being still in touch with their exes and everything. But there is always that, like, well, is one of these people, like, his ex-girlfriend? Like, I don't know that I need that on the dating site. Right. So, right. And, like, do I have to interact with said ex if you're so, like, chummy chummy, you know? Right. I mean, if she's, like, super awesome, then great. But it's still, it's, like, weird. And, again, it's a a factor in, like, me being, like, do I even want to, like, try to talk to you? Or do I just, like, push you aside? And then, I mean, you know... Like I said, there is a judgy bitch factor for me that comes no, into the it's not judgy bitch. It's I just like me if I if they make me feel insecure because they look way better than I do, it's gonna be like, yeah, I'll never compare to that friend. Well, yeah, it's almost like they're saying this is the kind of girl I'm looking for. Do do you feel like you meet the description? Like, there's something weird about that that I really don't like. That's a very good point, and I like that you said that. So thank you. So there were a couple of these that talked about, like, actual, like, things written in the profile or conversation starters. 
Uh, number five was no full body photo, which I also agree with wholeheartedly. Yeah. Like, I know we were talking about uh, the first picture isn't of your face. For me, it's uh, something someone said, like, I always do a little research and mix up my first photo just to see what kind of reactions I get. Like, you do one that's real glamorous, and the guys who will message you are different than if you put, like, a normal me everyday kind of photo. Um, another big difference I've noticed is if you're smiling or not. People react. I have more luck with people reacting favorably to me smiling. This gets into the whole, you look much prettier if you smile, you know, that crap. So for the sake of this conversation, uh, less about face, more about smile for me. <laughs> One time somebody told me that, that I mean this was a long time ago but some guy friend of mine told me that like they always look to make sure that you can see someone's teeth when they're smiling in case like they have really bad teeth or something I want to see dudes that smile because if I guess the hardcore stare or like the mm, or or, you know and I uh, I don't know if it's and I you know what we're gonna segue into the best life one where it says the blunders that men make, and I'm going to look this up right now, but essentially it's just like you're looking all sad and shit. Because so while you're looking that up, I'll just say like who wrote this and everything while you're finding it. So it's the 12 biggest dating profile blunders men make, yes. how to put your best virtual foot forward, and it's by Grant Stoddard. And it's from August of 2017 from bestlife.com, bestlifeonline.com. Yes, which also, like, packs in some of the things that we're saying, including the group shots. The one that I'm referencing is number six, looking like a loner. When a two-phone of your yeah. Yeah, looking happy and natural, way better than profile, boring post selfies with no friends or interests. I'm not going to say that, but if you're, like, the first picture I see of you is just like this deadpan camera. Just I, I took this picture like in about two seconds and I have zero interest in like this picture. And you're just like, you're not smiling. Dude, this is not like a passport photo where they tell you not to smile or whatever. I'm, right. not, and I'm not saying that everybody should smile because they're more attractive. Blah, blah, blah. I'm just saying like, if you look like you have any sort of interest in life, you're going to have at least a little bit of a hint of a smile around your eyes, if not your actual lips. You're yeah. Gonna, like, things are okay. Like, my life is all right. If you're, like, if you're all, like, hardcore or whatever, I'm just going to be, like, either it's, a, like, an attitude thing or you feel like you need to pose for this or you generally think life fucking sucks. Good for you. Not interested. Also, you're one of many, many people behind you. Pass. Just saying. You know. I agree. I think this article gives somewhat conflicting advice because it says, like, you know, have pictures with your friends, but not too many, and then don't look like a loner. And I, I think my takeaway for that, because I don't, don't show me pictures with your friends. I don't need to see it. But there are pictures where obviously a friend took a picture of you. And yes. those are great to have. It's like, okay, well, you were out doing something. Somebody took this picture. You know, it's like there's that one, oh, you should use, oh, my God, Erica, that picture yeah. of you that's like, well, I have two favorite pictures of you. One on the beach. You know, I love that picture. I don't love but my then, hair. 
I hate my hair on that. I know you hate your hair on that picture, but you look effervescent. But the other picture of you that I really love is on a, a popular hill in a park in our area. <laughs> oh, so we're not using names anymore? <laughs> um, and, and um, you know, you're you just look super happy and, and, and awesome. And like, it's a kind of a can't, it was a pose shot, but it was just sort of like you were being silly. And those are kind of cool pictures where it's like, okay, it's not just a mirror, which my God, stop taking mirror selfies. Yes. If you, I will, if you were trying to set up a dating site and you need me to come over and take your picture because you don't know how to take a selfie without using the mirror, I will do it. And Erica, I see your face because I think you have a mirror selfie I picture. Have. I like, absolutely do. But, but that's a huge selfie. turn off for me. It's a full body one. I feel like that's fair because how else am I going to take a picture of I, like I this like, chubby frame if I don't? I have like 25,000 pictures of you, Erica. Ask me I don't have proof of any of those. Like, oh my God. pictures. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's like, I don't know. You guys, if you can see Amy right now, she is having a blast. Oh, my goodness. I'm looking through my phone because I'm pretty sure I have photos of all of us doing something. Yes. Oh, and I will say this. If you have to have a group photo, I think you should then, like, smiley face out the other people's faces. You know, pretend you are... Kristen Bell and Dak Shepard and those people are your kids and put a fucking smiling face emoji <laughs> on top of their face. Agreed. Absolutely agreed. <laughs> I actually thought about taking an old photo of myself um, from when I was on a cruise with an ex-boyfriend and it, it will uh, test, test the ability, test my Photoshop abilities, but I want to Photoshop my ex out and put a Hollywood actor in the place of my Ooh. ex. Which, which actor? Rupert Penry Jones. Uh, okay, I gotta look him up. Yeah. I wanna see your reaction when you. Rupert, I, what's his last name? Rupert Penry what? Jones. He was in Black Sails. He Who was, was he in Black Sails? Oh, he's cute. He looks he's familiar, right? but I'm not placing him. Who was he? He was the husband. Uh, oh. Well, you know who I want from Black Sails. Yes, I, I don't even remember this dude. <laughs> oh, I gotta watch me some Black Sails because I need a good Zach McGowan fix. Oh, that was such a good show. Damn. I'm looking up the strain because I remember watching that show and this dude, and I'm like, who? What? Okay, yeah, so obviously he did not have the same effect on either of you that he did on me. I'm slightly disappointed. It's okay, no, we all have I mean, different. I can see how he is 100% your type. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, you know who I think is super hot that I'm pretty sure nobody thinks also? Do you guys know the uh, show on Hulu, Drunk History? Yes, I yeah. love Drunk History. My the favorite host. show. Oh, yeah, Derek, he's a cutie, patootie. Oh, my God. Yeah, he is. <laughs> you have different tastes, you know. No, no, he's he's definitely, and he's real life cute he's also. Cute. You know what I mean? He's not, like, super cute. He's not, like, Henry Cavill, Superman. No, I heard this term, sleeper cute. 
I was watching some show. I think I was watching Love Victor on Hulu, and they they called somebody sleeper cute. I think is what they said, and I was like, I love that term. I love that term already. I this is my first time actually hearing it, and I yeah. feel like I know what that means. And yeah. I agree. Yeah, Derek is sleeper cute. <laughs> Definitely. Um, all right, guys. Well, I'm looking at the clock, and I think this does it for our first full, I, I, our, our new format, uh, long, a little bit longer episodes just once a week. So hope everybody enjoyed our show today. Any final thoughts? Um, Internet lists are to be regarded with a grain of salt. And some vodka on the side. <laughs> yeah. Although I think tequila might go better with salt. Oh, yes, yes, you're right. <laughs> Um, all right, everybody, that's going to do it for tonight. So just as a reminder, you can email us at any time. If you want to be on the podcast, we would love to interview you. If you just have a question you want us to answer or an article you want us to review about online dating, we would love, love, love to do that. So email us at letswipepod at gmail.com. That's with no apostrophe. So it's letswipepod at gmail.com. I think that's it. We'll see you all next week. Good night, guys.